Welcome back to Pulse on the Market. I hope everyone had a good weekend and enjoyed the Super Bowl, had a good Sunday, and the market's back open. It appears that people have been sleeping in because of last night because the market opened pretty slow. We'll get into it first. I'm your host, Jaden Vrains, founder of Vrains Capital. And today we got earnings reports coming up. We got companies that are that are IPOing. And also at the end of this, I'm going to share one of my insights from reading a couple investing books that I think is valuable to everyone listening to the podcast. So to start things off, the Dow is up 0.46%, the Nasdaq up 0.24%, the S&P, it broke 5,000 last week, it is at 5,042, it's up 0.3%, the small caps are up 1.76%, that's the biggest of, of the indexes so far, and the, the 10-year treasury yields are up are down 0.17%, so that's at 417 And for certain stocks of the day, we had NVIDIA, the stock that won't stop growing, it is at $736 a share right now. It's up 2.1%. It surprises me every single time. Today, I did a little bit of scalping on it and made some money off NVIDIA, wrote it up, and because it just will not stop going up. It is quite impressive. I keep wondering, where's the where's the top at? I can't find it. No one else can, and it just keeps rising. Super Microcomputer also another seven percent today. They they had a fifty one dollar increase to seven hundred ninety one point eight dollars per share. This stock as well. Let me check out their their year to date. It's got to be extraordinary. Yeah, one hundred eighty percent. I think last week it was only at one fifty percent, but it keeps going up. It won't stop. Over the last year, it's gone up eight hundred and fourteen percent. I'm wondering when this stock will stop growing as well, but. I mean, the technicals are all saying strong buy. The analyst rating is a buy. And so I'm still wondering where, where the top's at. And let's see, Meta's still going up point, or 1.78%. And we got some losers as well. So the companies that, that haven't had so good of a day are Motorola Solutions. At, they're, they're down 3%. PTC's down 2%. The Hershey company's down 1.6%. And Adobe, 1.4%. So not everything is winning today. There are some losers, but the best stocks are like the, the best winners for the S&P today. Number one, VF is up 11% and Diamondback Energy is up 10.4%. So this is pretty big, big news because uh, Diamondback Energy, which is F-A-N-G, it's FANG on, on the or, yeah on the market. That's the ticker. And they just acquired their rival Endeavor Energy Resources and they're, well, they're merging. They're not, they didn't acquire them, sorry. But they merged to create an oil and gas behemoth. So it's worth more than $50 billion. And so that, that was quite the acquisition. And join forces with the rival. But with oil prices, we've seen that it's been declining following last week's rally. And with Brent crude slipping about 1.1% to 81.37. That's that's per barrel. And then the U.S. West, Tex- West Texas Intermediate crude is down 1% as well to 76.1%. So we should see these gas prices start to decrease, luckily. Over here in Utah, the prices are actually not too bad. It's it's around $2.80 a gallon. That's way better than it was a few years ago at $4 a gallon. So cannot be complaining with where they're at right now. All right, Google. Google pledged 25 million euros, so that's around $27 million, to help people in Europe learn to use artificial intelligence. So they, they're trying to even out this gap between or just like with economic uh, just being born economically well. And they're saying that through AI, they they are able to teach AI 
that this that this new program will help people across Europe develop their knowledge, skills, and confidence around AI. And they want to ensure that nobody is left behind. That that's their goal. So they they pledged twenty seven million dollars to to help people in Europe learn this. They also had let me see if I can find this. So last month they announced they would invest one billion dollars into building a data center just outside of London, and it's it's growing to meet the demand for internet services in London. And so one billion dollars they they announced for this data center, and. So according to Adrian Brown, which is the executive director of the Center of Public Impact, which is basically running this nonprofit alongside Google. And yeah, Adrian said that research shows that the benefits of AI could exacerbate exacerbate existing inequalities, especially in terms of economic security and employment. So basically what I was saying about leveling out that gap between just this economic security and employment and giving everyone the chance, making sure that no one is left behind in this AI race. And yeah, and also the Super Bowl included ads from AI technology companies like Microsoft and Google, and they're showcasing their latest in innovations. Like Microsoft, I saw the Copilot. They're they're pushing that pretty hard right now, which is basically your best friend in the workspace. So partners up with the Microsoft and different apps and platforms and you're able to use AI in the workspace, and it's supposed to make things way quicker. It, you can just type in, like, I'll oh, prepare a meeting or notes for my meeting today. So it's it's that advanced where it knows you so well and it has access to all your Microsoft apps that you're using that it can just create just notes for your meetings. It can, it can create diagrams, charts. It can do whatever you want based off the data you already have in there. So that'll save people a lot of time and help them create better products and present better information to their companies. And you can use that in just your daily workspace as well. You don't have to be an employee for a company. All right, Spotify. So as you guys know, they just had their earnings report that blew up, that, that the stock went up. And for the this current quarter, quarter one of 2024, the company is expected to earn sixty cents per share. So year over year, year over year, that would be one hundred forty eight percent change. So that's that is that is beautiful to look at. So Spotify is still growing. We have certain companies like Coca Cola that will announce as well. That's a single digit grower. Apparently, they're coming out with spicy soda. We'll see how that do, does. Not not too sure how how that's going to go down. They should stick to their their basics. I mean, you can't beat the original Coke. That is their best product, and they're trying to create different products. But it is a single-digit grower, whereas we have companies that are that are up and coming, like Spotify, Nvidia, just Meta, companies that are are more than single-digit growers. Those are the companies I'm looking at, not so much the Coca-Colas. But yes, yeah, Spotify is projected to grow even more. News on Jeff Bezos on Amazon: Jeff Bezos sold 12 million shares of Amazon for over two billion dollars. That's that's insane. So he's he's planning to sell another fifty million, I believe. So which would be worth over eight billion. And in twenty twenty one, he stepped down from CEO of Amazon to pursue other things. I don't remember exactly what the company's names were, but yes. Yeah, so he stepped down in twenty twenty one, and now he's liquidating uh, liquidating some shares. We don't know exactly why. The purpose is unclear. It's not because he's bearish on Amazon. That's not what that means. But he has his purposes. He knows what he's doing. So maybe he wants to apply that capital in other areas and just allocate it a little better in where he wants it. So, but yeah, that does not, it's not an indicator that 
Amazon is going down. All right, for Elon Musk, so Tesla is currently cheaper than it was a year ago. So a lot of people are speculating that this is the time to buy, that it's just at a super discounted rate right now, but other people are skeptical of it, saying that Elon's way too focused on one product that isn't doing too well and whatnot, that there's not really innovation coming out of out of Tesla. There's a lot of speculation that it's not going to continue to grow like it once was. They're saying it, it shouldn't be one of the Magnificent Seven anymore. And a recent news update on them as well is that Elon said, never in- incorporate your company in the state of Delaware because he wanted that that multi-billion dollar package. It was like over over $50 billion, that, that CEO pay package from Tesla. And the judge of Delaware declined that. So he ended up registering the business. It's now incorporated in Nevada instead of Delaware. And he said, hey, hey, yeah, do not do it in Delaware. So the judge is not a fan, apparently. And so he's relocated Neuralink. That was for Neuralink. He's relocated it to Nevada. So that's just a little news update. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so for the IPOs and upcoming earnings. So Arista Networks, which is on the top of a lot of people's lists, for this year, it is reporting after the close today, and analysts estimate $1.53 billion in revenue. That would be almost 20% year over year, and $1.7 in earnings per share, which is 20.5% year over year. Those are good numbers, high growth. I'm a fan of Arista Networks, and I could see it outperforming these estimates and just going above and beyond with it. All right, let's see here. So we got waste management, not the greatest company in the world. They're expecting $5.2 billion in revenue, 5.27% year over year. Not that much growth. I will not be looking at waste management to invest in. And 1.53 earnings per share. That's a 17% year over year, which is a lot better. But I just don't see it as a very high growth stock, and I will not be investing in it. Coca-Cola, I already told you guys about that. 5% year over year for the revenue and 8% year over year for the earnings. Uh, let's see here. Shopify. This is one that I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm bullish on Shopify. It's going to report tomorrow before market open. And I could totally see it outperforming the estimates and they're estimating 2.08 billion in revenue. That would be 20% year over year and 0.31 dollars in earnings per share. That seems like a little bit, just a, just a wee bit, but in comparison, that is 342% year over year. That is what I like to see. That is growth. So I'm bullish on Shopify, and they should be increasing those earnings per share over the next four quarters as well. And you can't, man, you, I mean, you can't hate on that. I mean, it would be hard not to be bullish on it, especially because the surprise is usually around 20% for the earnings. So, man, it, it could do even better than that. So I'm bullish. I have a position currently with Shopify, but that does not mean that you guys should as well. You should do your own research, and if you guys see it as a good fit, it fits all your indicators, then go for it. So we'll see here. All right, Airbnb, 13% year over year. They're estimating $2.16 billion in revenue, and their earnings estimates should go up 33%. So they're actually one of the biggest gainers from the S&P today, up 4%. Uh, Moody's, they're expecting earnings to go up 45% year over year. That's awesome. Let's see. Cisco is an example of a company I would not invest in. And it's just a low growth. Nah, it's not growing very quickly. They're re- estimating $12.72 billion in revenue, which is minus 6.45% year over year. 
and 0.84 in earnings per share, which is minus 4.55%. I I just can't, uh, especially if it's not growing like that, I will not be investing my money. That's a good sign to get out if you're currently in it because their revenue and earnings per share are just not increasing. The company is not increasing. They're not innovating. So I'm not very bullish on Cisco. I would not be investing in that. That's just inve- it's not investment advice whatsoever. It's just an opinion. Sony also, uh, they're only expected to grow 2.2% year over year on their revenue to $24 billion. And yeah, that's another example. It's just growing super slowly. And their earnings per share is 1.65, which is minus 11.29% year over year. So, I mean, these are these are examples of companies that I'm, I won't be looking at. So for this week's IPOs, we got uh, Massimo Group. It's M-A-M-O. Uh, they've only grown 4.8% year over year with the revenue. I don't really like that too much. ScriptSafe is SCRP. They're, so both these companies are going public on the 13th, so tomorrow. And the trailing 12 months revenue is minus 7.85%. Not really looking at that either. But one company that is expected, so it's kind of crazy, uh, Nyax, I can't even pronounce that, it's N-Y-I-N-Y-I-A-X, it's N-Y-X on them, yeah, <laughs> okay, so they, they're they trailing, t- so they only, let's see here, sorry, so they only have 1.08 million in the, their trailing 12 months revenue, which would be an, a 1,021% increase year over year but i mean if you're only making a hundred thousand the year before then yeah i mean that's not super impressive yeah it's good for them but it's just too small of a numbers to to really i don't even know how to explain that but yeah to really make something out of that information sweet all right the one of the biggest news of the day is crypto so bitcoin i don't know if you guys have been watching the markets but crypto has gone up exponentially this week. So it's up 3.5% today, up to 50,000. Whoa, I was talking about this last week, of the potential of Bitcoin. It was trading at 43, hovering around there for a while. And I was saying, I was bullish on, on crypto, that it could go up pretty soon here, especially with the the demand for the spot ETFs. There was over 200,000 Bitcoins invested in those spot ETFs. That's unreal. You got to multiply 200,000 by 50,000. That's a lot of money. That's billions and billions of dollars. And so, and with the speculation of Bitcoin rising this year due to the halving of Bitcoin, we should see the price in Bitcoin move up automatically. I don't care if you think that there's no value behind Bitcoin or whatnot and that, that Charlie Munger called it sewage. <laughs> I know he said that. But it's just, I believe it's just a lack of understanding of cryptocurrency. If it is like the dot-com bubble, shoot, and then it'll happen. But I can see it having a great future with the technological advances in the, the crypto world. So I can totally see it going up dramatically this year. So it, it did reach, it, it breached 50,000 to 50,363 was the all-time high. Or not the all-time high, but the high for the week. And yeah, that's impressive. It's about to break it again, 50,000. And all the little side coins as well are going up. And I, I liquidate a little bit of some of the coins just to take some early profits, but I'm bullish on a few of the altcoins going up. And so that's the, that's the news from 
crypto this week. I'll keep you updated on that. There should be some more volatility in crypto and some altcoins really going up. We got coins like Ethereum and Solana. Solana's, let, let's see how Solana's doing before I close here. So it's at 110. That's impressive. So over the last week, it's grown 50, 15% which is another reason why I like these these smaller coins so much is that they have potential just to just to skyrocket. Like over the last uh, over the last year Solana's up 428%. That's beautiful. That's something that would be very impressive for for Bitcoin. It's a lot more challenging, which is why I like these smaller coins. They're higher risk, but they provide much higher gains. So, or they can potentially. All right. And yeah, Ethereum's up 13% on the week too. It's at 2600. So, this is big growth from Ethereum as well. Obviously, it's going to get affected by the price in Bitcoin, just like all the other cryptocurrencies. And before I close for today, my my tip of the day, just from what I've been reading, is that there's a book called Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. It's about Jesse Livermore. And he was one of the best traders back in the early 20th century, so early 1900s. And he would... He would swing trade. He would trade. Not he would. Hmm. So he would trade the trends. If it, whether it was selling short or or buying long, he would ride the trends. But he said that he, patience was one of the biggest things for him. That he would wait sometimes six weeks. He would be watching the same stock for about six weeks before buying into it or selling. And he would look for the lines of resistance and wait for those breaches. And then he would he would buy it or sell it short. And but sometimes he would just wait so long before making a a decisive decision. And I like that a lot. Sometimes we rush too quickly into stocks just because other people are buying them or whatnot. We're not taking a look at the fundamentals and we're not waiting for the the technical analysis to line up before we go into certain stocks because we have our own criteria. Every every trader is different. And sometimes we just have to be patient and to wait for that perfect moment and to not not always wait for the exact perfect moment because I don't know if that really exists. I mean, it obviously does, but it's it's really difficult to time that. But just, but I'm really saying to be patient with the trades and to not rush into it just because you want a couple extra bucks or whatnot and or because you think it'll be a good idea. You should be pretty certain. You're not going to win all your trades, but the, the stars should align a little bit and you should be quite certain that the stock is going to go up or go down and that it would be an anomaly for not to. So just to look for those positions and to be patient. Sometimes you have to learn that early on where you realize you weren't patient enough. You just jumped right into a trade and you end up losing quite a bit of that of that trade that you put in that capital. So my advice would be, or not advice, but a suggestion is to just be patient. And another book that talks about is Market Wizards. And some of these, these high-end traders do say that, that patience is, is a huge key to to performing well in the stock market and that'll be it for today i hope you're able to benefit from some of the stuff on the show today and i really do appreciate the support of you guys listening up until this point if you if you did and once again you can reach me on marketpulse.io with any questions concerns improvements if you have any suggestions and also if you want me to, to do an in-depth analysis of a certain ticker of a certain company, I can do that and then present it in the next show. And yeah, so you guys just reach out to me on Instagram, marketpulse.io. You'll see the little logo. And 
Well, yeah, once again, here's a disclaimer. So this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. Listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared. Investing involves risk. It's all risky. And past performance is not indicative of future results. The host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to this podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much. Love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow.